Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the first of many episodes of Top of the Standings with your hosts, Jotham Israel, and yours truly, Andrew Hale. Today, we'll dive into the hottest and most controversial topics from around the world of sports. Get your popcorn ready and become immersed in hour-long comedy-filled episodes featuring all professional sports. We have a lot of exciting topics for today, so without further ado, let's get into it. You weren't kidding about comedy-filled. That is one of my specialties. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hey, we'll have to see. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude, MLB. What's pop? MLB. First first opening day in July. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it's, it's very weird. And what's also weird about it is that two teenagers got an opening episode before a sports league got an opening day. Who would have thought? Who yeah, thought? it's a good accomplishment for us. A hundred. <laughs> but uh seriously though man seeing that the i mean the mlb when they were going back and forth with rejecting their proposals the league and the union i'm not gonna lie it was very very annoying yeah it 100 percent was very annoying 100 percent. yeah i mean it was so like i i got so tired of seeing just every other day every single week ESPN has to send me an alert saying that, <laughs> that that the union rejected the proposal, and here comes the counter proposal. The league rejects the counter proposal, and they do a counter counter proposal, and then they would just go back and forth, back and forth. I'm just like, oh my goodness, I I don't even know. I didn't even know if there was going to be a baseball season. I'm frankly surprised they got it done. Yeah, me too. And I don't think if they continued with those uh, disagreements, I don't think there would have been a uh, a season. Which is, I mean, I wouldn't have been mad because we're already in July, so it's I guess it wouldn't. Have, yeah, it's not. It's not, obviously not going to feel no, normal with no fans either. Mm-mm. But um, starting opening day, July twenty third, compared to let's say late March or early early April, that, mm. that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. But they could have helped themselves with the negotiations. They still could have helped themselves with negotiations, though, man. They yeah. could have started the season, this late season, on Independence Day. Two, like two and a half weeks ago, man. Yeah. They could yeah. have had this locked down, my guy. Like, and it would have been, it would have been such an honor to America because this is supposed to be America's favorite pastime, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you got Memorial Day decked off the schedule. You got Mother's Day decked off, Father's Day decked off, and Jackie Robinson Day decked off. Yeah. So it would it probably would have made America proud if we could get our baseball season back starting on the day that is supposed to symbolize unification and independence. But no, because we want our money and because we, you know, because we're greedy. No, let, let's 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 butt heads until we um until the fans you know knock some sense into us. Yeah, and what you said about a uh, Jackie Robinson Day and all the other special dates that are supposed to be like signified in MLB wearing certain uniforms or numbers. Mm-hmm. When I was watching the schedule release, the MLB has set up different dates in this month or maybe in August that will be Jackie Robinson Day, which is very weird. I mean, it's not weird, but like I it it's not the same obviously. It's, same. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just so interesting that they're doing that. I would have I, I would have expected no Jackie Robinson Day instead of, you know, 
July, let's say, 27th. Like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of like a bootleg holiday, you know? Yeah. It, it, it just <laughs> doesn't feel right. Like, 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 there's only one real Jackie Robinson day, man. Yeah. That's like trying to make another Memorial Day. <laughs> or another yeah, Father's it, Day. I mean, I, I see what they're doing here. And mm-hmm. I 100% get it. I'm not, I'm not mad at it or anything. But oh, it's no. just, again, odd. It's just odd. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is very weird. And you want to know it's also weird? Because they didn't just release the schedule for this 60-game shortened season, which, man, shortening a season from 162 to 60 games, that's, that, that's crazy. <laughs> but that's the year that we're in. Yeah. But not only did, did they release the schedule for this season, they also went ahead and released the schedule for next season. Yeah. I thought that was very interesting. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, very interesting. You know, I mean, obviously there are some series to look forward to, um, especially with that with the commemoration to the 20th anniversary of 9/11 by having the Mets and the Yankees play a series. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Yeah, definitely. I feel I'm I'm not surprised though. Like, I feel like MLB is very good with uh, celebrating certain dates, and I'm I'm happy that they're gonna do that one too. Yeah, I'm 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 very I'm you know I'm very pleased that they were able to you know. You know, to try to make up for you know the lost baseball, even though yeah. almost forty of those games were their fault, but yeah. but still, you know, everybody's excited. Baseball is back. Um, it, I mean, we've been waiting for this for a long, long, long time, and you know, people just want to see you know the players play. Now we've had some you know fill in baseball throughout the summer. We had that uh. A little college baseball tournament, yeah. That which we saw, we saw one really good game, and wait, what? What? Did the, the, the ML? They, they didn't. They didn't. You know, they didn't broadcast. They only broadcasted one. You know, one or two games on ESPN, and then had the others on pay per view. What? Yeah, yeah. That's, so... that's that's so stupid because <sighs> it seems like ever since ESPN Plus has gotten created. It seems like so many sports have been almost like canceled out of nationally televised games. Yes, dude. Because who's gonna like like imagine? I'm just waiting for the day where we have to pay to watch the Super Bowl on television. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's that would be very crazy, catastrophic. I, I mean, I think they'd make a ton of money. They're already making a ton of money of people actually watching it. So just imagine that all the people who would pay. I think they might not they get not my, not, yeah might not get as many viewers, but you probably will get more money probably depending on how yeah. thirsty the people are to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, but but yeah, dude. Um, that I mean, we've had some you know not and this this goes for you know the other sports too. We've had other you know little things going on around sports to try to accommodate for the lost for the loss of our professional sports like that baseball tournament, but. Yeah. You know, obviously, we we were looking forward to getting the real deal back. And, you know, the spring training <sighs> so – I'm, I'm just going to refer to this as spring training 2.0, okay? Yeah, that, that's completely fine. I understand why it would be weird to say summer training. Yes, thank you. Thank you for your mercy. Yes. Spring training 2.0. The, game, the games got resumed. 
And, you know, there are I, – I, I've watched a couple of games. You know, I've seen some highlights. I've seen Bryce Harper go deep off of Max Scherzer. Yeah. Like, like it, it was – you know, it was good to see something like that again. Although I know Bryce Harper wished he had some Nationals fans there to watch his bombers. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it, it's, it was good to watch baseball again. Like, MLB oh, yeah. baseball. 100%. And like you just said, the Nationals are playing opening day against the Yankees on ESPN. Mm-hmm. And that's Cole. another thing. That's oh. another thing, Andrew. ESPN is going to have to get more games in. It's not just yeah. going to be ESPN Sunday Night Baseball, you know? Yeah. Like you see the schedule. You see, you see. Obviously, you see games on Thursdays and. You know, obviously FS1 has its, you know, you know, Fox Sports has its fair share of, you know, games, especially its traditional Saturday evening, Saturday afternoon games and stuff like that. So it was just good to look at the schedule. It was just good to look at the schedule itself, just to know that we are so close to getting what we love back on our television screens. Yeah, and the first game isn't a dud either. We got Garrett Cole versus Max Scherzer of the defending champions. You want to know? Oh, you want to know something? You want to know something? I just realized. What that? I think that was the matchup for Game Seven last year. Hmm. I think that was You're the exact right, matchup yeah. for Game Seven. You're probably right. Yeah, because you know Max Scherzer had that little um injury, yeah. so he couldn't. You know he couldn't play until. You know, uh, he he had to postpone like his game. He was supposed to start game five or game six. I think it was game five. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So somebody had to fill in for him. I think it was Anibal Sanchez. But you know, Mac Max Scherzer wasn't on the mound, so they had to save him for game seven. Which that was that was a heroic story enough as it is. Yeah. But but oh my gosh, I wonder if the, I wonder if the MLB saw that and and made their decision off of that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's very interesting. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, because those were the I think those were the exact same two pitchers that finished off last season. So why not have those two start off this season? That's smart. That is very smart. That is very smart. On national TV, that's 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 big. Oh yeah, most definitely, man. But um, you know about the MLB's restart. You know, I want to talk about their plans because obviously, you know, they, you know, the two sides have been disputing about money and player safety and stuff like that. But, you know, this is something that, you know, is unique amongst, you know, other sports. You know, you know, you're seeing bubbles across and, you know, other leagues. You're seeing bubbles with other leagues. But the MLB, they decided to, they're deciding to, you know, keep traveling, but, they're going to restrict it. Like, you know, the AL East, the AL East yeah. is only going to play the NL East. Like, people are going to, like, like teams that are in the East Coast, they're staying in the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm, I mean, I'm glad the MLB, I mean, it's reasonable considering the insanely shortened season. So, yeah. for scheduling not, purposes, yeah, you know? I'm not mad at it, yeah. And, and on another note, you know, for some teams, this makes their path to the, playoffs a little bit easier and for some it makes, yeah. it makes it a little bit harder like you look at the al central anybody can break out at this point <laughs> except the tigers remember that 
<laughs> oh, man. oh my goodness, man. We really gonna start off like this. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be mad if the, the Tigers had an asterisk next to their championship. I wouldn't be mad at it. Man, what man what if they do end up winning the World Series, the Detroit Tigers do? Ah, uh, I, I can't even think about that. They all they were almost there in two thousand twelve. I'd be ecstatic with the asterisk next to World Series champions. I wouldn't be mad at it. But I couldn't even think about it. I could, like, I'm just more excited to see the young prospects flourish into the MLB. Yeah, definitely. I see you guys got a couple of good outfielders. Oh, yeah. I mean, insane catches. Great catches by Riley Green, 19 years old. He He's, he's fantastic. This spring training, I think he had around four home runs, which is insane. He hit, oh he hit a few in uh, summer training. Uh, um, yeah, he, he's going to be good. He's he's definitely going to be really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for you, man. I got hope for you because, you know, I, I mean, I respect the Tigers franchise. You know you know how you, you know, like you don't know too much about a franchise before you yeah. meet a fan of the franchise, but then, you, but then before that you just automatically have respect for the franchise because – well, what is there to hate about the Detroit Tigers, you know? Yeah, yeah. They really haven't done much to any team. Yeah. So, it's, they're not like the Yankees. Like, everyone oh, no. hates the Yankees. Everybody hates the Yankees, man. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody hates the Yankees, bro. For obvious reasons. It's those 20, what, 26, 27 championships. Yeah, I, everyone has gotten tired of hearing Yankees as the World Series champions. No, no one cares about the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Which was why I was so excited to hear that the Nationals to see the Nationals go on that crazy, crazy run for the ages, man. Yeah. Which that yeah. I, that's gonna live on. That's gonna live on in history. I'm that. Oh, yeah. I'm debating. I've been debating with myself to see if that was one of the greatest. You know, if that was the greatest run playoff run I've ever witnessed. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. Coming from an almost loss in the wild card game to the Brewers. They should have yeah. lost. Mm-hmm. If Christian Yelich was in right field, I'm pretty <laughs> sure the Brewers would have won. Oh, man. I still I still feel bad for Trent Grisham oh, to I this do. day, man. I do. I do, too. That, that, he, put, he was put in a position to replace the reigning MVP. <laughs> and then the first ball hit to him. He completely misplays and that basically loses them the series oh my goodness that sucks and it was a one and done game too it wasn't like this is game two of the nlds or nlcs this is a go win or go home and it was just so like it was crazy to see the washington fans celebrate prematurely and pop champagne like crazy like it was a (laughs) walk off yeah (laughs) before that point they're like up another year another loss yeah, because the you know the Nationals they are, oh my goodness they are they are notorious for postseason chokes, man. I've seen a couple of them too. Yeah, with my own very off, eyes. Off topic. Same with the Capitals, they were notorious for the the postseason chokes as well, and then they finally broke through. Like yeah, that. so I guess Washington D.C. that that is a place where teams can get through the hump. Maybe like five years, six, seven years later, but you know. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything takes time. Yeah, it, you know, it, it really does take time to, you know, make a championship contender. Yeah. But speaking of contenders, and this might be 
a little on off topic, but it's still on topic too. The Blue Jays, man. So, yeah. yikes! Uh, they're not gonna be play. They're not gonna be able to play in the Rogers Center, huh? They're not that, gonna that, be able to play at home. That's very interesting. And I'm looking at an NBC Sports um article, and they're saying mm-hmm. that their first road trip could be in Buffalo. So maybe maybe that's where they'll go. I mean, that's that reasonable. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. So that's reasonable. Because I've been to both Buffalo and Toronto. And, you know, it's not it's not like it's a country mile away. You no, know, no. Buffalo is very close. Yeah, like very, very close. Like Niagara Falls is literally intertwining, you know, with Buffalo and basically Toronto. So, yes, you know. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, still, this just turned into an all-American sport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my. It, this, just, this literally just turned into an all-American sport. Sport the MLB. I am not used to saying that. I'm used to only saying that about the NFL when it comes to professional sports leagues. Yeah. But looks like the Blue Jays are going to have to stay in America. It looks like Canada was not going to have none of that. I know. And it's funny because I haven't heard anything about the coronavirus in Canada. So, like, I, I, I see why I haven't heard anything because they're doing such a great job to keep it out. And I and I get that. I get that for sure. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's very understandable, man. But yeah, it's, it's. I mean, overall, this, this will be a very interesting MLB season, especially considering that you know teams are planning to, you know, make up for the lost crowd and the fanless, you know, the fanless stands by using MLB the show sound effects. <laughs> um, I still think personally, I think that is very weird. I would just love to hear the raw feel of the game. I'd like to hear the the bats, the gloves, the pop of the gloves, all that. But instead, we got to hear, like, it, it will be like watching a video game, which I think yeah. is kind of weird. I think it'd be weird. It I, Like, I was watching the White Sox and the Cubs yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, it, like, it would be so awkward to watch a play, you know, a, a, like, 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 for instance, a good play, like a really, really – like great play, like a diving catch or something like that. Yeah, and like yeah. the the appropriate reaction would be, oh, not, then just grabs. Like, come on, man. But yeah. I mean, I I applaud the MLB for trying, at least trying to, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, not bore the the living life out of the viewers. But it's just gonna be awkward, man. This is gonna be so awkward. <laughs> Yeah, and on the topic of MLB and like certain sounds that come from different plays, I feel like that is the only sport where, let's say, you're at a baseball game and you go to the concession stand to, like, let's say, get a drink or maybe a pretzel or a hot dog or something. Mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be the only sport where, when you're not watching, you could hear exactly what happened based on the crowd noise. You can hear the difference between, let's say, a base hit or a home run, or maybe a strikeout compared to a flyout. It's just the the noise is so distinct due to a certain play. I I do. It's something about it. It's so so interesting how that is. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, it, it's it's like I said, man. It's gonna be very interesting to see how other teams do it because I've only seen the Cubs do it. You know. Yeah. But it's it's gonna be an interesting experience overall, man. Yeah. Obviously. No one is used to this, so there are going to be some technical difficulties, which is very understandable. 
but mm-hmm. I feel like all sports fans should be open to what the respective sport is doing to try and make it as normal as possible. Yeah. Speaking of being open to uh, respective sports, I want to talk about the MLS for a sec. Because this was, this thing, the MLS came back before the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, and they just, they came back before, you know, everybody else did in terms of, you know, the major sports here. Yeah. And I'm Uh actually going to count the MLS as kind of like a wild card fifth major sport because I'm I'm paying them, I'm paying them that respect. Yeah, I would too. Um, but bro. I mean, just what I mean, the MLS just gave me a sport to watch, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They given they gave me a sport to watch when no other sport was able to do it, you know? Yeah. So early. And, yeah, and I've enjoyed it. You know, I've enjoyed it. I've I've seen a couple of good yeah. games, man. Oh yeah, that first game between Orlando City and Miami, that was a very very exciting game, very physical too. Yeah, it's very, very physical, very exciting. It was, it, it was a good finish too. Nanny, nanny came oh, yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, especially I was surprised by the ten minutes of extra time in the last <laughs> half that that anything could have happened, and obviously it did because Orlando City scored with I think probably four four minutes left remaining, maybe less than that in extra time. And they right now they they continued their hot streak. They're two and zero. They haven't lost a game. They haven't tied a game. They have six points. They're tied or they're tied with uh, Philadelphia Union at the top of Group A standings. So it's impressive that they've been able to accomplish something other than losing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm gonna hear that way too often from you when this podcast, man. <laughs> yeah, we got we got tigers, we got red wings, we got lions, Michigan State, that's up and that's up and down. But yes, you're definitely gonna hear a lot of trash talking by myself to my teams because how terrible they are. Oh man. In some ways I just like like sometimes your misery makes me want to be a Detroit sports fan. <laughs> It's no, just like no, no, you nope. do not want that. You do not want that. No, <laughs> it, it's very bipolar. Some days you're very excited. The other day, just just distraught with defeat. Oh my gosh, man! But yeah, dude. Um, bottom line, MLS. I'm I'm very excited. Especially, I'm, I'm I want to see the playoffs, man. I want to see how it works out, man. Yeah, you know, this this thing, this little back to you know MLS's back tournament is supposed to end August 11th, which is you know, the day that I go back to school. Mm. So, it, I mean, it should be very interesting. And that's another thing, man. We go, we got sports on deck coming back yeah. to school, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, it's so crazy, so unusual. I, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it because I always want to watch as many games as possible, but I mm-hmm. might miss them due to school. Who knows? Yeah, dude. Especially... Go ahead. I wonder what the 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 bubbles are gonna do, like the NBA and WNBA. I wonder how they're gonna do like their games. Are they gonna be early, like at noon, like the oh. MLB, or are they gonna be late at night? Because I, I feel like they... the question right there, man. Okay. So the uh, the NBA and the WNBA dropped their schedules, mm-hmm. and with the with the NBA, dude, there's games all day, every day. Okay. All I, day, I probably... every day. I probably figured that. That makes the most sense. Yes. 
Um, so it, it, it's just like for at least for this regular season, we obviously the playoff schedule hasn't been dropped, but you know when I looked at the schedule for the NBA, mm-hmm. and there were you know I, there were games every day like like I'm looking at the time slots. You're gonna see like weekend start times for games that are actually on a weekday. Mm-hmm. You know, because usually you're you're used to like you know two thirty you know, game starts on Saturdays or Sundays yeah. and stuff like that. But you're going to see that every single day. That's weird. <laughs> That's like, very weird. Like, it's, it's just going to be, it's going to feel weird. Like, like this is not, an, this is not an official game on the schedule, but imagine having to watch the Rockets versus the Bucks at 1230 in the afternoon on a Thursday. Yeah, that's – I mean, I, I get it because limited space, limited courts, all that, that's mm-hmm. going to be weird. That's going to – that's really going to be weird. Yeah, oh, my gosh, dude. That's that, – that, this is going to be a very interesting, you know, August is going to be a very, very, very interesting month. Yeah, I, I literally have no words to describe what's going on. Like that, that's, I don't either. It's, it's crazy. Crazy All I can world. say is we got sports on deck, which is not a problem for me, my guy. <laughs> neither, neither me either. I, I really, I'm excited. I'm very excited to watch as many sports as possible. Yes, sir. The feeling is mutual, and I, I got to say the same thing about the NFL too. And this, this, here's what separates the NFL from you know the other sports leagues. They've had ample time, and they've gotten so lucky that number one, they finished their season before everybody else did mm. you know like this they, they got their super bowl in before you know this whole pandemic got shut down nba was in the middle of a really good season so was the nhl the mlb yeah. was just about to start theirs and other sports leagues you know the the this the, you know the story is basically the same season gets postponed yeah the nfl however they have gotten so lucky with the timing here yeah, insanely lucky and the thing about it here is it's weird how it feels like now they're looking like the sports league that might be you know in the dumps in terms of you know planning their return to play because now the players are speaking out yeah um against these um apparently unsafe you know return to play protocols and practices and stuff like that yeah, and which is very understandable due to the fact that football has the most contact, which gives the most chance of someone getting the virus. So I I understand them making sure that all the the proper precautions will be met. I, I oh, really definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. And I, I think, personally, I think the NFL underestimated the virus a little bit. Um, yeah. Because earlier... Like, but like earlier in the pandemic, they were still, they were planning to have fans in the stands immediately. And I'm just like, um, if this thing continues to go on, you know, you're going to have to come up with another plan, right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you, I mean, you look at what, what Lee's are doing now, MLB is not going to have fans in the stands. As far as I'm concerned, you definitely know fans in the stands for the NBA and NHL because, well, it's bubbles that that would be unfair mm-hmm. and i've seen other soccer leagues like the fan sizes are extremely limited 
extremely yeah. limited. But but the NFL, I, I mean, they're they're traveling. You know, is still normal, which is, yeah. is which is something that I don't get. The ML, at least the MLB, is sticking with you know regional travels. You know, you're not going to see the Yankees playing the Dodgers. Um, at least the you know the NBA and the NHL even went as far, and the WNBA too. They went as far as keeping the players in one place. Well, NHL mm-hmm. too, but you get the point. Yeah. Um, but the NFL, they're still planning on inter like like interleague games and stuff like that. Like their schedule has not, at least their regular season schedule hasn't changed. Because you know the Hall of Fame and the and half the preseason got decked, but at, for the regular season, the, the the schedule the schedule has stayed the it's, it's stayed the same. Yeah, which is like what I don't said, get, Drew. Yeah, like like you said, it's so weird. Obviously, they can't have a bubble due to the fact that they have tons of players on their team, a lot more than any other major sport. But with that being said, you would think they'd take proper precautions to stay in their respective divisions. Uh-huh. Like that's that's crazy. Yeah, it it really is, man. And it, it's just like no bubble or restricted travel. That's crazy, especially considering that all the other sports are doing either one thing or the other. NFL yeah. is doing neither. Yeah, big cap. It's it's, it's it, very it, interesting how they'll go about it in the next few months. Few weeks. Yeah, it's a lot of uncertainties too, man. It's it's getting to the point where. Uh oh, MLB 2.0. The players' okay. union might be able to file a grievance for, you know, unsafe working conditions. Yeah. Oh boy, not the NFL, man. I, I'll let I'll let you guys have the MLB, but don't <laughs> let's not let let's not have these two little kids fight over a little cookie jar, other known otherwise known as money. Oh, please, not the NFL, man. That's my first love. <laughs> I don't, it's going to be, like I said earlier, it's going to be very interesting how they go about this in the next few weeks. Yeah, dude, it, it really is. Especially, I, I, I'm really, I'm really, I really am, Andrew. I am really interested to see how, how the NFL is going to, you know, try to do this. More so than any other sports league. Because you look at football, like you said before, their roster sizes are are enormous. You can. It's safe to say that the the size of a football team is bigger than that of a basketball team, a baseball team, and a hockey team combined. Yeah. For NFL teams, it's like fifty five players. NBA players and NBA teams. Okay, fifteen. MLB maybe twenty five ish. NHL mm, fifteen twenty ish. So yeah, somewhere around there for sure. Yeah. So I mean you, the NFL. <laughs> Uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Roger Goodell. How do you plan mm-hmm. on, you know, traveling? How is traveling gonna go? Because obviously, it's not gonna just be normal. Because especially for those teams that have those insane road trips, you know, in case somebody has to go from Seattle to L.A. to Buffalo uh, to to Houston or something like that. That's yeah, crazy. It is that. I re- so I'm really interested to see how the league is going to try to accommodate for that, especially especially considering that the some of the league's most valuable players, including Pat Mahomes and Russell Wilson and J.J. Watt and Aaron Donald, th- these, th- it's not like these are you know 
low tier rookies or you know you know you know minimum wage veterans or something like that no we're talking about the the nfl's big money makers talking about how they need their safety this 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 stuff is crazy man and this has become a common theme and it's been put to light by you know the owners especially throughout this pandemic the owners are showing more um now now more than any other instance that i have ever seen at least that they care more about money than they do about their player safety yeah and that is so weird to me because for the past maybe 10 years maybe less than that the the main focus of the nfl has been player safety it doesn't seem like that now oh my gosh you bring up a dude that is the most valuable point of the day drew they really did that the rough and the passer rule the rough and the passer tendencies the helmet to helmet the concussions they they it's like the NFL had a soft spot, but oh, when a virus comes on the table, when something, when it's not physical, when it's not a physical injury, like physical, physical, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll just, we're just sweeping under the rug. Yeah, I don't get that. That's crazy, man. I never thought of that. Oh my gosh. They, they, they spice up the, the, the tendency for penalties, but when a, when a, when a destructive virus is on the loose, eh. <laughs> Come on, man! I don't get it. I don't get it. Come on, man! That's that's just absolutely crazy. So yeah, NFL. I think they are under the most pressure of all the sports leagues to get something done because they have looked like absolute fools. Not just because of the pandemic, but also because of social justice, because yeah. of the Colin Kaepernick, you know, uprising, the uproar. So it's just been absolutely. It hasn't really been a good summer for the NFL, yeah. to say the least. And like you said earlier, they've had the most time, and it seems like they haven't gone far at all. Yeah, it's like that one kid that it's like that one kid that gets a head start on a project in class and gets mm-hmm. excused for it, but somebody who comes in late gets it done, gets an A, and yep. now the, the and it's just like, yo, come on, man, exactly. that not that shouldn't even happen. More time should mean more efficiency. Yep. I don't get it. I don't get it. What has NFL been doing? It seems like they they've just been taking a nap through the entire summer. They've just been sleeping. They've done nothing. <laughs> That's the NFL in a nutshell this summer. Like it's, it's yeah. just like it's it's crazy, man. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm all eyes on you, NFL Goodell. Yeah, and all eyes on you, man. But you know the players. I saw a tweet. Um, they were comparing Roger Goodell's, you know, actions to Adam Silver's and no, actually more so contrasting them because it's yeah. been a vast I difference. Say. I was going to say. It's been a, va- it's been a vast difference. Like, let me get in the NBA real quick. Cause this, this Adam Silver has done, has been doing a really good job. You know, he's been doing a better, a much better job, um, than some, than most of the commissioners. He's exceeded my expectations, to be honest with you. Not not that my expectations were rock bottom for him, because I already knew before the pandemic he was a really good, respectable commissioner. Yeah. But but the things, you know, the way he's managed, you know, this pandemic and is trying to get the players to return, he is listening to the players like yeah. no other com- like like no other commissioner has. Um, before, not to say that other commissioners haven't listed their players. Kathy Engelberg certainly did that better than 
uh, Rob Manfred did. But yeah, but you know, Adam Silver is kind of like the 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 OG good guy commissioner. You know, yeah, it feels like now is better than ever to listen to the players because you want the players to play. Obviously, some are opting out. Mm-hmm. So what better time than now to actually listen to what the players want and need? Great job by Adam Silver because I know people are going to be so hyped because, Andrew, you look at this 2020, this 2019-2020 NBA season, there was so much hype coming into the season, and it's lived up to its billing. The off, the crazy offseason with Kawhi and PG teaming up in L.A., you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, you know, you know, Dan- Danny Green going to L.A. and making the, making the Lakers their own super team. Battle of L.A. Could we get the first Lakers versus Clippers playoff series? You know, yeah. and then, you know, other super teams, you know, Russell and Russell Westbrook and James Harden on the same team again. Oh, snap. It's hey, don't forget Russell. about the Nets. The Nets. Oh, oh my gosh. Even That's though KD didn't a- play. Even though KD didn't play. Even though KD didn't super, play. Still a super team. It's still that's still that's still a that's gonna be a nasty team for the next uh two three years, man. It's and DeAndre be Jordan. Oh, didn't we be on the rise? Jerry, so underrated. So underrated. Oh, oh my goodness, man. The Nets. I'm not gonna lie to you. The Nets have been probably the most improved franchise that I've seen throughout my time knowing sports like that. Because. I, yeah. No. You know, when I was in like middle school and grade school, we literally associated the Nets with losing. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Yes, like the Nets used to like suck. They like like it was it was bad, bro. Like it it was terrible. But now, especially the year when the year that they made the playoffs, you know, yeah. and had that had that you know series against the Sixers, even though they yeah. lost that, it was still crazy to. Watch the Brooklyn Nets in the playoffs. Yeah, when the, the, the playoff schedules came out, that was the only only series that I thought a possible upset could have happened. I could have easily saw the Nets upsetting the Sixers. I couldn't have saw the Pistons beating the Bucks. I, I couldn't have saw the, the Magic beating the Raptors. The oh, I would love that. Future. <laughs> I, I know. I probably would have too. I wouldn't have been – I mean, I wouldn't say I was – because the Raptors always choke in the playoffs. Yeah. But they didn't last year, but that was a different team. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the Nets, they were the only team I saw having a potential upset. Yeah, it, it, I mean, and that, and we might see more of that this, you know, postseason too. I mean, oh, yeah. we don't know exactly how well, you know, the Lakers or, you know, the Bucks or the Clippers are going to do. We don't know exactly how training camp is going to have an effect on them. 2.0 training camp, I should say. And we don't know exactly, we don't know. You know, may, maybe the uh, Orlando Magic can pull a rabbit out of their hat and literally go ham on everybody for some apparent reason just because they're in Orlando and, yeah. you know, make a run or something. Anything can happen, especially, you know, with things being as weird as and as weird and as wacky as they are right now. Yeah, and like you said, <laughs> they basically have home floor advantage and like Orlando City they they're in Orlando and they're playing well so who knows and obviously there's going to be no crowd so it's going to have a whole different feel who I could easily see a a very underrated team come out as uh finals champions <coughs> Mavericks <laughs> I would yeah that I could see Mavericks 
I would not be surprised. They, I'm, I really do love watching the the Mavericks. I feel like they yeah. have one of the best young cores in the league. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting seeing. I wonder if Dirk is going to follow through with his um, unretirement. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to follow through with this. That'd yeah, be interesting I, to see. That would be very. That would be a very interesting development. Yeah, although it sucks because I know he wanted to come back for the fans too, man. I know Dirk <laughs> yeah. wanted to come back for the fans too. Along but, with Luca and Kristaps Porzingis? Oh my oh. gosh. Now he probably wouldn't have been starting, but he's no. just, just his presence in the city would have got the crowd juice. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Would have been awesome, but... But yeah, dude. I mean, the the NBA restart isn't that far away. You know, July thirtieth. It's you know it's actually next week. So yeah. you know, things to look forward to. And huh, they start the season with the Pelicans. They're gonna restart the season with the Pelicans. Start the season yeah. with try to start the season with Zion. Now we're gonna get Zion in the restart. Yay! The only reason they expanded the playoffs was to see Zion play. Zion versus LeBron. <laughs> They wanted, they wanted to see it. Oh my gosh, man! They're so. I mean, the league is. They're, they're see the league, the NBA is thirsty for the right reasons. They want the best games, the best, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, they just want the best out of you know what they can get right now, es- especially with Zion on the cover of Two K. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, I. I get the hype around Zion. That's crazy. They they're taking these measures to get him on TV. It's crazy. Yes, dude. He's just he's just as young. He's almost as young as we are. That's crazy. He was born in two thousand. That's crazy. It's oh my gosh, dude. I I honestly, honestly, Andrew, I I am per I, I'm perplexed, but I am happily perplexed at how the league is valuing its young talent. Yeah. I'm so I'm so happy. It it, it it confused me at first, but I'm I'm just now I'm just very ecstatic that they're paying attention to the younger players because we you know we like to pay tribute to the younger players because yeah I mean we love youth you know yeah yeah you know the energy and stuff you know it's it's mm-hmm. awesome to see man. But you know I mean the it, it hasn't been exactly been a smooth running bubble. There have been a couple players that you know <laughs> tested positive and. Uh, idiotically broke the rules. <laughs> hey, um, he just wanted some some food. I'm gonna be honest. If yeah, you if you've seen saying. if if you've seen what they've given players in the bubbles, it does not look appetizing. It looks very boring. So I understand yeah. why why players have been going out of the bubble to get some food. I understand. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I I mean, me personally, I, I'm taking what I can get. <laughs> but, but you know, when you're making millions, you kind of get a little greedy. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, some stuff is just you know, I, I mean, hey, it's just their mindset. That's just how it goes, man. Yeah, that's just that's really just how it goes. But let let me bring up the NHL real quick because this is this is um this is different because they're jumping straight into the playoffs yeah um you know with having a qualifying round and a round robin that starts you know august 1st you know the schedule dropped you know and i mean that's obviously nothing you know 
too crazy because well it's kind of what i expect from the um you know the nhl because yeah. that's kind of what i know the nhl for for its um you know its unique scheduling and stuff especially yeah, considering definitely. that i really only watched nhl games on you know nbc networks and stuff like that mm-hmm. and you know it's just it's really you know gonna like just like the nba it's all day every day for the nhl games yeah but the thing is oh man we're, we're gonna be in, they're gonna be in canada the entire time that that's again unique yeah dude for, and this and you know i i saw this stat this is gonna be the first all canada stanley cup final since 1925 that's crazy 95 years oh, wow man and and sure it may not pit two canadian teams um against each other if it actually does end up that way i'm gonna be salty and i'm gonna look back at this episode <laughs> like wow i just really predicted that which that's nothing new to me either but hey yeah. <laughs> but yeah dude that's a cra- that's a crazy stat i saw man but um oh my gosh man you know it seems like some of the focus has been turned away from the um from the playoffs and before i continue drew i ask for your discretion as a red wings fan for you i ask for your discretion and your permission to talk about the nhl lottery go ahead all right ladies and gentlemen unless you have been sleeping under a rock the detroit red wings have tanked like no other team has done before at least in front of my very eyes and they were supposed to get the number one overall pick in this year's nhl draft and draft alexi lafreniere you know you know the very high rated prospect that could very very well impact the impact any franchise he steps in immediately which is kind of why he deserves to go to a low-tier team like the Detroit Red Wings so they don't have to be a low-tier team in the future. You know, that team, you know, that, that tanked for a reason, that tanked for him, that was, it, it was literally tanked for Lafreniere for the Red Wings. Yeah, before you get into the, the details of what happened, I'm just going to tell you some of the Red Wings stats and how bad they actually were. Okay. Hit me. 71 games played, normal. Almost mm-hmm. every team had 71 games played. Okay. 17 wins, all right? 17 wins. The closest team to them, the Ottawa Senators, they had 25, okay? 25 wins to 17. Talk about the point differential. That, That's crazy. I mean, <laughs> the point differential is unlike anything I've ever seen, okay? Negative 125. Again, <laughs> The closest team, Ottawa Senators, with negative 52. Negative 122. And they end up not getting the first pick. That is so ridiculous. And then the Red Wings, in terms of points, they had 39. Like you said, the next best team was the Senators. They had 62 that's a 23-point difference. How is it? I don't care if Ottawa had two picks, one the, one from their own and one from San Jose. I don't care if they had two picks and they had the highest combined chance for the number one overall pick with their two picks combined. Yeah. You can't possibly mean <laughs> to tell me that the Senators deserve that number one overall pick over the Red Wings. 
so stupid. And, and the Red Wings had 49 losses, closest Ottawa with 34. That's ridiculous. Oh my gosh, dude. That that just it just makes it just makes my brain tick. Even though I'm not a Red Wings fan, I I, I, I think it made all NHL fans very annoyed. <sighs> because we, dude. I mean, this is when I was watching the lottery. And it was really the first NHL lottery that I, like, really, really knew exactly what was going on. Oh, yeah, me too, me too. So, I'm sitting here thinking 18.5% chance compared to Ottawa's 24, 20.5 or something. Mm. I'm just like, okay, I mean, Detroit should have a good chance to get the number one overall pick, you know, have the highest odds, stuff like that. And then, you know, I get to watching the network, and they and I'm like, wait a minute. There's eight spots. 24 teams are going to be in the playoffs, but they're revealing eight spots. So what's up with that? Oh, a qualifying team is going to get an eight, a top eight pick? Oh, this well, this should be interesting. But, you know, I expect them to get something like seven or six. You know, because they're a playoff team. Yeah. With the, it, 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 here comes number eight, number seven, number six, number five, the Senators. I'm like, okay, the, the, the Senators, well, at, at least they get a top five, and at least they still have the chance for number one, especially after seeing the most ecstatic Senators fan I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, I'm like, okay, this, this is cool. And the fourth pick in the 2020 NHL draft goes to what? I was done, Drew. I was yeah, my dad actually turned off the TV. <laughs> I could imagine. Turned off the TV. We were done. We were done. we were done. We were done. Oh my god! I was like, like Andrew, you guys didn't even make it to the commercial break. <laughs> didn't even make it to the commercial break, and I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" So it's gonna come down to Ottawa, Los Angeles. And a team that has a chance to win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> a chance. <laughs> oh my goodness, Von Gracious. And then they reveal the top three. And, and Ottawa gets number three. I'm like, yikes, that is, that's yeah. tough. You know, I expected them to, to at least land in the top two with one of those picks. But, geez, number three and five, could it, it could have been better for Ottawa. Could have been better. It really could have. Yeah. And then I'm sitting here thinking, there's no way the qualifying team's gonna get the top pick, right? There's no way. But then you texted me. You tell. You told me. You told me. Watch the qualifying team get the number one pick. You <laughs> told me, Drew. It was like a and month before I, too. Yes, you called it before too. Multiple times, actually. Multiple times, weeks in advance. Oh my! And I'm just sitting here, dumbfounded. When when the dude said the number one overall pick goes to, and this is something I had never heard in sports ever, a team to be determined in the qualifying round. Oh, 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 oh. So stupid. I honestly couldn't believe it. So, so next thing you know, I'm sitting there on a Friday night thinking to myself, who on earth could get the number one pick? Because it's a fair Game, it's a 12.5% chance for any of those eight teams who lose in this qualifying round. Oh, gosh. Bro. Hey, 
I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some teams lose on purpose. I I think this would be the best year to do it, obviously. Someone's going to get the first pick that goes to the playoffs. And this is obviously a weird year for the NHL and along with all the other sports. So why not try and tank in the playoffs? Who would have ever thought to say that? Oh, I don't know. Maybe somebody who ripped off the entire year-long tank of the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> Uh, it was so rigged. It's rigged. I'm sorry. I had to say it. it's rigged. It's rigged. It's sad, bro. It's sad to see. I, I mean, I, I honestly can't. I can't believe I was introduced to the lottery. Like, 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 really digging deep into the lottery. I can't believe I was introduced to like. I can't believe. I, oh my gosh. I still cannot process the fact that a team that has a chance to win a championship. Could easily just say, nah, don't give us the cup just yet. We'll get the number one pick and get Lafreniere and, you know, have our decade-long dominance and something like that. <sighs> but, hey, at least the Bruins don't have a chance. <laughs> Unless somebody stupidly trades um, a, a, one of their picks for the, to the Bruins and the Bruins get, oh, no, I don't even want to imagine that. Um, Let's Let's stop there. Let's, yeah, <laughs> we're we're done there. with the Bruins conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm done right there, man. As a Hurricanes fan, I'm done. I'm done right there. Hey, hey. But you can I, I I I'm sure you can attest that to that statement more because original six, and yeah. who likes the Bruins? No one likes Bruins. <laughs> the Yankees of NHL. Yankees of the NHL. <laughs> yeah, dude. But seriously though. Lafreniere could really go to a team that already had a chance to win a championship. Oh boy, I wonder. I wonder who it's going to be. I I'm, I really want to know who is going to get Lafreniere because it it there's 16 teams in contention. Eight of them lose, so those are the eight teams that you know had the chance. But I, I, it's just going to be a mystery to see where he'll where he'll go. But unfortunately, we know this for sure. He's not going to Motown. <laughs> oh, man. And not only did you guys not get the number one pick, you guys got bounced out the top three. Oh, my gosh. I, that's, if, you saw, if you saw Steve Iserman's, the Red Wings GM, his interview after, he literally told the interviewer that he wasn't surprised this happened. That's that's how rigged this was. Everyone knew it wasn't going to happen. I, I can't believe it, but yeah, that that just that just sprung a huge umbrella on what we were supposed to be excited for, the playoffs. Uh, but you know what? I'll dodge the I'll 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 loosen the I'll you know I'll close the umbrella and I'll open it up to the playoffs because there are still some, you know, teams that are in contention, obviously, like real contention. Yeah. Um now, me personally, I'm salty. Because as a Hurricanes fan, I got to face the Rangers, and we haven't beaten the Rangers since last year, yeah, or the year before that, or something like that. We haven't beaten them at all this season. They swept us, and we have to see them in the first round when they didn't deserve a chance. When they didn't, they 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 were outside the playoff race, <laughs> and we just might get beat by them. You know what I'm looking forward to? What Oilers Flames. <laughs> you know what? There may be no fans in the stands, but I would highly, I would be absolutely surprised if I don't see some tension on the ice. Yeah, I, I really, I, I hope they keep the same energy they did the entire year. 
Oh my gosh, I I really do. That would be so. It, it would help a lot. It really would. Yeah. Because we're used to fans heckling the players and chants and, and crazy stuff happening. Like I'm not gonna see. I'm not gonna be able to see the uh, predator smash cars or the blue jackets <laughs> fire a cannon indoors. Crazy stuff like that. I won't be able to. But yeah. you can at least give us some top notch, some top notch entertainment on the ice. Give us what we want, Oilers and Flames. <laughs> Throw them hands. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hoping for it. I really do. Oh, man, that would be so awesome. And it would be the first Oilers-Flames game I'll watch live. Yeah. Uh, what a dream that would be. We covered a ton of stuff. Although the WNBA, you know, they, I mean, no, I know it's under, I know it's a bit um, overshadowed by every other sports league, but it's probably had some recent, you know, controversy around them because the dream co-owner, yeah. Um, you know, she opposed, she, you know, opposed the, you know, the Black Lives Matter initiatives taken by the league, which I was like, you, I mean, she, I mean, I, I'm thinking she could have kept that silent because everybody is supporting yeah. it and stuff like that. So yeah. she just made a bad name for herself by doing that. Not, yeah, that's, that was stupid. That was really stupid. Yeah, not, not, not good at all. We, we did cover a ton of stuff, but, um, one, one thing I think we should incorporate into the podcast is a daily or weekly trivia question that we will reveal the answer next episode. So Ooh, trivia, interesting. Yeah, this, this one is very interesting. I not I don't think many people know this, but the first question for the listeners to think about for a week is: What college did Michael Jordan originally want to attend? Hint: This college is across the country from. The university he actually attended. University. Hmm. So, was it, like, West Coast? I will say that. So, everyone out there who's listening, think about what college Michael Jordan originally wanted to attend. Hmm. That'll be interesting to find out next episode. Sure will. Everyone keep in mind. But, yeah, um, if you guys like this podcast, be sure to leave a like. Um, give us a five star rating on iTunes if you're listening there, and obviously keep on coming back. This is fun, and yeah, definitely dynamic duo on the making, Drew. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Finally oh. hitting the airwaves. Should have done this a long time ago. I mean, we've had experience with newspapers and radio shows and stuff like that, but this this is something special right here. It is. It was a ton of fun, and I'm excited to continue to keep on keep on podcasting. If that's how yeah, definitely. Same time next week? Yes, sir. All right. All righty. Again, if you guys enjoyed, please be sure to like, give us five-star rating on iTunes, all that. And, uh, yeah, it's been the top of the standings. See you guys next time.